Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 96, direct from Daytona Beach, Florida. Ed, start your engine. (laughs) Whoa. Good morning. Good morning. We talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you, and you, and you. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Mr. Bradley. The sun is shining bright. Oh, it is. Somewhere. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Began to play. The stars were shining bright. And then, well, the milkman got there. Uh It's late to say good night. So, good morning. Good morning. We are back. The Ed and Bob Show from Daytona Beach, Ed. The Daytona 500, isn't it, this week? No, it's two weeks ago. We missed it? Yeah, you missed oh, it. man. Well, they had a rain out, though. And Trump was here. <laughs> That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. And they had that Trump presidential uh, limousine going around. Went around the, the bank tracks? Yeah. That was crazy. The beast. The beast. The beast. Did you see how much that, they said that weighed? It was something like, I want to say it was like 46,000 pounds. It was something yeah. nutty. I mean, nut crazy stuff. So we're here in Daytona Beach. You know, I've not been to Daytona Beach in a long, long time. And I've never been to a race at Daytona. Have you ever been to the 500? Yes. yes. You know, you guys had all the fun. Because <laughs> all of you guys at WIVK back in the day, every time February would roll around, you all would pack up and head down the road and go to Daytona Beach. And I was sat uh, holding the sack. Uh, yeah, working. right. <laughs> You're out in California where the weather was nice and the, the girls were pretty. Hey, I have, I have I've never been to this racetrack and this town's really cool. Daytona Beach, I mean, that is the classic uh, spring break place. I mean, oh, that's yeah. where it all, that's what spring break got started in yeah. here and at Daytona Beach. You can drive on the beach. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Because they actually used to race on the beach. Yeah, that's, that's right. where that's a racing right. really got right. start on the beach in Daytona. When I was 15 years old, I told my mother yeah. that I was going on a school trip to right. Florida for spring break. But actually, Buddy Cross and I trip. went down to... <laughs> We went down to Dixie Lee Junction. We were hitchhiking to Florida. Oh my gosh! And we got down. We got. You're down kidding? No, we got down the road in North Georgia, and these these girls picked us up from the University of Wisconsin. Oh my gosh! And they let us sleep in their room. I don't want to hear any more. Well, this no, is, I mean, they were, they were this is We were kids. A PG-rated show, if not maybe R, every <laughs> once in a while. I don't want to hear that. You don't you, want any more, do you? You and your guys' stories. We didn't stories. have any money. We didn't have any money. Well, as long as you got down there. I, I can remember staying they at the... They took straight down there. I remember we was coming down for spring break. Yeah. I guess that's the last time I've been here when I was 16 years old. I was walking down the beach, and I saw this big crowd, and yeah. it looked like a fire. And we walked on down there, and these kids... Kids, college kids, right. they were burning a lifeguard tower. Oh my God. And there, there were hundreds of them around us. So the next thing you know, the police circle everybody. Well, sure. Well, I got a bus ride home. Yeah. Yeah. Sounded like a good idea at the yeah. time, kind of thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Daytona Beach, cool place to be. And we're, that's where we are this, uh, this show. And uh, it's also, Ed, yeah. as we go into the news here, I notice it, this is a leap year. So we're going to have a February 29th. And um, I miss being born on leap year by a day. Did you really? Yeah, my birthday is March 1st. So um, uh, if, if you're born on uh, leap year, you could probably, you know, you could be, I'd be only 
uh, what would that be? Uh, I'd be about 19 or 20 or something, <laughs> <laughs> or less, or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right, what we got in the news, brother? All right, buddy. The, you know that California bullet train? We've talked about that before. Yeah. It's, it's a bullet train set to be built between Los Angeles and San Francisco. Well, it's going to cost even more than the Golden State originally anticipated. Now it's all the way up to, they've put another $80 billion. That's $1.3 billion more than previously expected. You know, I, I, and I, I don't know why it would be that much because it's not like they don't have rail up and down. So it's not like you can't come through and just... You know, run it down one of the rails, but I guess they're building a whole new. Well, it's a bullet train that probably is supposed to go 300 miles an hour or something. So the the track has to be super level, yeah, I guess, yeah. and uh, I don't know what kind of requirements that would cost. I just, I think they just stick with the airplanes. To be honest with you. Well, a lot of truth in that, but I think that. I think there will be a reemergence of rail in the United States when they start getting these fast trains in. Because look how well they've worked in Europe or in yeah. Japan. Oh yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I don't. I think it would pay for itself. I think it'd be e- easier when Schwarzenegger was governor. Mm-hmm. He wanted to build one between Los Angeles. In Las Vegas. Now, that one would be easier to pay for. It's, yeah. uh, it would pay for itself really quick. Yeah. I mean, people would be going back and forth. Yeah, Where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to. Uh... Yeah. So well, imagine coming home to a box with two puppies waiting inside. Okay. To you? Never happened to me. Yeah. Now imagine that box is actually filled with two bear cubs. But that's what happened to a North Carolina man who called his local sheriff's office last month to report a box with two puppies have been left at his residence. And upon arrival, the deputies quickly determined that the alleged puppies were actually two very young bear cubs. Now, did this, somebody send this to him as a joke? No. Somebody found them, and uh, I guess or And put them in a box and get, left them on yeah. his porch? Yeah, left them on his porch. Wow. What would you do? Well, you couldn't keep two bear cubs. No, no. You could take them to a bear rescue. Or something, or, yeah, the zoo. Yeah, you can't. Something like that. All right, we got time for one more. What else you got? All right, you got a New York City subway passenger came up with an interesting way to maintain his personal space. Okay. Okay, so this what they, this person, you know, it's, it's always crowded on the subway. So this person, instead of holding on to that strap up there and having to stand up all the time, yeah. she took a, a bottle of ketchup from the bag and squirted the perimeter of the, the train car floor to keep folks from crowding the seat. What? Poured ketchup around around him, and they wouldn't get near him because they thought it was blood left over from the, something that happened. Really? <laughs> Okay, that's one way to get yourself some space. Well, you know, if it's how'd that work for? Well, it worked, but you know, I'm gonna take a bottle of ketchup with me next time I go to New York. Yeah. All right, that's enough for news, Ed. Questions of the day, and you're gonna have first shot at the questions. Well, Bob, have you been watching the XFL, the new football league? No, I have not, and. I really haven't decided if I'm going to because you know how I feel about the NFL, but I know the XFL hasn't done anything to me yet. So so I haven't, but are people going to it or watching well, it? Well, yeah, I think they're letting them in free probably, but then, no, there are people in the stands, and, but I don't like their uniforms, and I can't understand the stuff that's on the side of them. You know, they've got a bunch of, I don't know. 
Are they like a NASCAR or something? Or yeah. They got a bunch of stickers on yeah, them? Yeah, stickers and sponsors yeah, and all Ed's that. Ed's Body Shop. And they'll see, I saw one. It was the Los Angeles Wildcats. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, but, I, I get the premise if somebody will come you know, watch it. But I don't I even think about, like, I'm assuming it's all people that couldn't make it in the NFL. Like a Johnny yeah. Manziel or, yeah, something or like that. people like that. Um, but this is for people who want to see football all year round, I think. I don't. I don't. I mean, I mean you know, I mean, college football is what, 15, 16, 18 weeks? Yeah. And that's plenty. So. All right, I got a question for you, Ed. Okay. You know, I recently. Um, I got a little frustrated because I would look to see what the weather's going to be this year, and I realized nobody could tell me anything over maybe two or three weeks. And somebody said, well, check out the Farmer's Almanac. And I said, oh, they still have that? Oh, yeah. The Farmer's Almanac? And so I started looking into it, and there's one called the Farmer's Almanac, and there's one called the New Farmer's Almanac, and I don't really know what the difference is. the Old Farmer's Almanac? And I don't think there's one of those. Um, uh, oh, there is an Old Farmer's Almanac. Yes, there is. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Five years. I'm right. I mean, you're right. I'm wrong. Um, so anyway, there's two of them going on now. And what I was wondering is, can you really predict their weather predictions? Because they predict like the whole year. And you're kind of, if you're an, you're an old farmer, so. Well, yeah, you're right. So did you ever look yeah. at the farmer's almanac and say, well, we're going to put taters in this year? Well, no, I didn't, I didn't plant anything, but I did realize <laughs> one thing, that if you don't, I was out digging post holes. Yeah. And the post holes had dirt left over. Well, because you put the post in them. But we'll wait. wait. Okay, okay. And as I kept going, then the next segment of the, of the fence, I didn't have enough dirt to fill the hole. What? So you, you dig the hole according to the moon, and you plant plants according to the moon. You plant your garden according to the moon. Well, what's that got to do with the dirt? Well, I don't know. You'll, you'll have more dirt <laughs> in certain cycles of the moon. Wait, okay, ladies and gentlemen, just a second. We're going to back up a second. So if I dig a hole, yeah, and I put my post in it, and yeah. I have dirt packed in around and everything. I got plenty of dirt left over. And you're saying you went on down, did the same thing in another hole, put the post in there, yeah. and you didn't have enough dirt to put back in. Exactly. And it's because you're telling me that the moon was in the wrong place. Exactly. It's just like... What's in that coffee cup? Is there, <laughs> I don't, I, what? It's just like the ways. But I, I think the old farmer's almanac, they put out long-term weather predictions. Oh, they really do. Yeah, they say uh, it's 80% accurate. Did you see what it said they use... Uh, well, first, the founder of the, of the Almanac is Robert Thomas, so it's got to be pretty... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be a legit thing. <laughs> so they believe... They, he founded it in 1792, and he's, he's getting on up in years now, but um, he always believed that weather on Earth was influenced by sunspots, which are magnetic storms on the surface of the sun. You buy into that? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. You know, I remember our, I'll never forget our radio engineer used to say sunspots affected. Milton. Uh, yeah, affected our, our radio signal. I, I, I'm still not over that yet. But um, they said they have a very secret formula that's actually kept in a little black box. And they claim they're like 80% accurate. So although they, they every year they grade themselves on the year before, and uh, one year they were 55% accurate. They say last year they were 96% accurate. 
What do you think? Do you buy this? Well, I think I think just the luck of the draw, they're going to be accurate most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's winter, it's going to be cold. And, <laughs> yeah. Right? Wait, is this the Ed Almanac? Yeah. And if, it's, and if it's summer, it's going to be hot. So you got... You got, you got, you got it. Where do you get this? You got a better than 50% <laughs> chance of nailing this thing, you know? So what's the bottom line? Do you trust the Farmer's Almanac as a source for weather predictions or not? I think it's fun to read. Oh, you, you just think it's fun to have? Yeah. I think I, I think that may be a little bit of it. It's kind of fun to have and read all that stuff. Yeah. So, all right, that's our questions of the day. Ed, tell everybody what's coming up the rest of the show here, and you've got a sponsor. Well, we got the topic of the day, and uh, we're going to find out who lost the most lives in the wars and which wars was that. But here's some folks that I really like a lot, and I think you do too. And if you use them, I know you do. But since 1972, Powell Auction and Realty Company, they've specialized in selling assets at public auction. And Powell is the industry leader in selling real estate, automobiles, equipment, firearms, and coins, and estates and antiques. Forty-six years of experience in organizing, marketing, and conducting successful auctions. That's a long time, brother. Mm. They've become a trusted expert in the industry, and they are offered a full range of services, including auctions, traditional property listings, appraisals, Powell Auction and Realty has developed and tailored its experience in auctioning real estate and assets, and they do a great job at that. So if you are thinking about selling property, thinking about selling anything, check them out online and call them. Here, Here's the phone number, 865-938-3403, 865-938-3403. Check out their next auction. You can go online, and you can check out their auctions that are coming up this month in the next few days, or a good time to pick out some things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, online, what is it, powellauction.com? I think so. Yeah. Good people. Sounds like it. All right. Uh, are getting our topic of the day today as we broadcast from the Daytona Beach, Florida, home of well, so much, so many things, but the Daytona 500 for sure, which you had a couple of weeks ago. I'd like to be the beer distributor down here. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> our topic today is um, who, what country has really suffered the most from war, and also, uh, I guess, what wars were the bloodiest, if you will. And um, Ed, you want to get into it, and uh, we got there's a lot to talk about here, but. Uh, if you want to go ahead and hit the, the top the top part of it. Well, I would imagine that the the deadliest war in history was probably World War II, but I don't think that's true. No, that's true. It is true? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, World War II was a war that spanned from 39 to 1945. They think uh, over or very close to 100 million people died from 30 different nations. 100 million people. 100 million families uh, ripped apart. It was d- uh, divided between two different military alliances. One was known as the Allies, which the United States was in, and the other was the Axis. Um, so, uh, but 100 million um, the uh, and what's really put the this or made me really think about this? Do you know two thirds of that or more were civilians? They were not the uh, enlisted people, the military men. Yeah, the civilians. So many civilians died in this war. Um, 
But you had some you had some different things going on. You had you had Hitler getting rid of the Jews or mm-hmm. in Poland yep. getting rid of the Jews and that took that took what four million or more? Fifty million civilians in the war. And also you you know, you had all of that and Think about this. Three percent of the total population of Earth were killed in that war. Wow. Three percent of every of what everybody was living died in that war. Uh, more civilians died. In fact, more than twice as many civilians died as members of military. It was estimated 55 million civilians died in World War II. So what country lost the most? Well, um, Soviet Union had the highest number of casualties. They lost 27 million people. Mm. 11, and this is the way it breaks down for Russia, or Soviet Union, what it's called then. Um, 11 and a half million military deaths. That's a big military, just for that to be. Uh, 10 million civilian deaths from military activity. 8 to 9 million deaths due to famine and disease. Wow. And then they had over 14 million people that were injured during the war. I mean, it was devastating for the Soviet Union. And number two really surprised me. Did it surprise you? China? China? China was number two. They had 20 million people die in World War II. Um, three and a half million in military deaths. They lost 18 million civilians during World War II. Incredible. Number three is Germany. Mm-hmm. A seven and a half million people died. Those, so those were the top three: Soviet Union, then China, then Germany. I, I've never, I would have never guessed China. I wouldn't put China in the top ten. I don't know why. I, didn't I never know knew China that. was involved in World War Two. I didn't either. I mean, I'm, I was thinking back to when uh, you know I had school. I don't remember them telling me China had such a great loss in World War Two. And if you're, I know everybody's listening. We're going to get to where America stood. Number four was Poland. You were talking about that, Ed. Up to six million. Dutch East Indies, I don't really know where that is, but 4 million. Japan, 3 million. Um, India, 2.2 million. French into China, 2.2 million. Yugoslavia, 1.7 million. We didn't get to the United States yet. France, 600,000. The Philippines, 557,000. Greece, um, up to 800,000. Um, then you go down to Romania, uh, Italy, and Korea, and Hungary all lost about the same amount. United Kingdom was 450,000, wow. and then you have the United States. The United States in World War II had a loss of life of 419,400. And don't you think, Ed, that was probably because World War II was not fought in America? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Japan had lost a life because, well, we bombed Japan. Atomic bomb. Yeah. And and then all through Europe, there had to be a lot of loss of life because that's where the battleground was. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's right. France, Germany. I mean, I would say a lot of the loss of life for Germany came at the end of the war. Yeah. You know, not... Not at the, be- the beginning. Well, I think some of this, too, is uh, like French, Indochina. That's that's Southeast Asia. Dutch, each end. Oh, is that what that yeah, is? Okay. Southeast Asia. Okay. Uh, Norway lost 10,000, and that was uh, South Pacific, too. So, I was surprised to see um, 
Even in the list, Switzerland, Mexico, Ireland, and Cuba lost around 100 people in World War II. I wonder what the circumstances were, because I only know that they had military. Uh, you know, I mean, does, does does Mexico have a national military where they send places? I don't think so. Well, I, do, I, I know they got Fred Raleigh's, but I never... Anyway, that would kind of baffle me. Um, now, if you want to talk about the deadliest wars of all time in history... Um, and we already said, you know, World War II was. But if you're wondering what the second most deadly war was, you got Ed, you me to share it. Is that the one that was the Congo? No, the Second Sino-Japanese War. This was 1937 to 45 between the Republic of China's National Revolutionary Army and the Imperial Japanese Army. What? They... Um, it resulted in 25 million deaths. Um, other wars, let's see, the third deadliest war, the Qing Dynasty, Q-I-N-G, uh, 25 million. World War One came in like number five with um, 18 million deaths, if you were wondering about we're World talking War talking millions of people here. I know. It's, it, it's, 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 we're just throwing out millions like it's nothing. No, and, and, you know, um, I know a lot of people are sitting here as they listen and say, well, what about Vietnam? What was Vietnam? 50, 60,000? Yeah, 58, I think. Something like that. So uh, <clears throat> if you were wondering, but uh, World War Two, but that, that is what they call World War One. what, the Great War or something? Mm-hmm. Um, war is a terrible thing, and I think it's often fought... For lousy reasons, political reasons, um, something to do about power and money, not so much about humanity. Yeah, I agree. So. And I think a lot of a lot of the civilian deaths are because of famine. Yeah. And it, not just bullets and things, but that's what you see on television. But I mean, there's many different reasons for that: famine, disease. Well, a lot of countries. If you remember World War Two. I mean, not that we remember it, we were kids, but, uh, or, or not even around, we weren't even around. I mean, um, they, countries had to put everything into the war. Even in America here, yeah. you know, they cut back certain things. You didn't have sugar. I mean, yeah, just yeah. all sorts of stuff. So I mean, some factories, instead of making cars, started making jeeps. Yeah. And that's the way uh, it was in other countries. They put everything into the war machine, and they didn't have the ability to feed their population. And that's where you had the famine and the disease and things like that. All right, terrible topic. The topic that deserves to be talked about, and uh, that's anything else on that you want to talk about? I think we. Well, I, just, I hope we don't have any more wars. I agree. I mean, it's a terrible, terrible thing when kids are sent off to war because that's the that's the people that fight. I say kids, you know, uh, eighteen to young men, thirty year old, old man's wars. I, I mean, think about uh, we we're talking about these million, yeah, hundred million people dying. How many families did that rip apart, and how many? What if those people had lived instead? 
I mean, who knows? Uh, so <clears throat> a lot of great minds may have been in there. All right, Ed, tell everybody what's coming up, and then I've got a sponsor, okay? All right, coming up, we're going to go into the mailbox and uh, see some complaints, and we got lots of things to talk about. All right, in the meantime, I've got this. All right, Ed, uh, athletes need a full night's sleep to ensure their bodies always recover. If you work and play like an athlete, like me and Ed, you need a solid night's sleep, too. Time to lay down and check out the latest M. Lilly mattresses. M. Lilly foam and high Hybrid mattresses are the most comfortable mattresses you will ever lay on. Find out why their customers are raving about these beds, and they'll even ship it to your door. MLillyUSA.com is where you can find a retailer near you, or you can go to their national headquarters showroom there on Kingston Pike and Farragut next to the Fresh Market. M. Lilly. M. Lilly will improve your life. Let's see. We got a, here's a nice letter from Vance from Abilene. Abilene. Abilene, Tennessee. Abilene. Abilene, prettiest girl I've ever seen. seen. <laughs> Who was it did that song? Do you remember? Um, George Hamilton. The you're right. Golly, you're quick. I nailed it. You did, buddy. All right, what's what's Vance say? Does the U.S. have the Does the U.S. United States have the most cowboys? Well, you're a cowboy, aren't you? You should know yeah, this. Well, I know uh, they don't. You had a farm. You had a hat and a horse. Argentina has the most cowboys. They do have. Well, what do they call them uh, down there? Uh, uh, ponchos. Something. Uh, they have some kind of names for them. They're all sorts of names for yeah. cowboys. Brazil and uh, Argentina. I mean, that's where most of the beef comes from, I think. Well, they say Texas is the cowboy capital of the world. Um, uh, cowboys, you know, uh, you, you think about it, you see it in the movies, and you think, well, they don't do that anymore. But I guess you got to have them when you're dealing with livestock and stuff. you got to have somebody that can wrangle them up, don't you? Yeah. Absolutely. Says uh, Texas, Utah, Kansas, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana. Still have a lot of cowboys, but Texas has the most. But did you see what the average income for a cowboy was? No way. 20000 a year. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> hope they get free grub or something. Or, all the beer you can drink. Or something. I don't know. Or maybe all the girls chasing you when you go into town on Friday night. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> cowboys live a different life. They really do. I was driving through Colorado yeah. and stopped at uh, in this little town called Fair Play. Okay. And there's a little grocery store there. Uh-huh. And this pickup truck pulled up, and these two cowboys got out. And yeah. they had spurs on their boots. All right, I like that. Yeah, and they weren't all dressed up. I mean, they were workers. Yeah. They went inside the grocery store, and they each bought a six-pack of beer. <laughs> Got back in the truck and went back to work. <laughs> we're heading back down. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think, uh, I, I don't know I could do the cowboy life. I, if you, I'm watching a new TV show called... Um, it's one with Kevin Costner called Yellowstone. Oh yeah, have you watched it? Yeah, no, but I can't get it. I'm not, I don't have that channel. It's I think it's on regular cable. It's on. Oh, is it? Well, they tried to charge. Well, you're out here. You're out here in the middle of nowhere, so oh, who knows? That's right. But it's it's all about. Uh, it's they say it's uh, same thing as uh, Godfather on a ranch. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> all right, what else you got, Ed? Well, let's see here. We got another one here. A letter. This is Wallace from. Ooh, how do you pronounce it? Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, it's Idaho. a beautiful town in Idaho. Well, I tell you what, there's cowboys up there, too. I bet. Where does most of the world's potatoes come from? Probably Russia, isn't it? I don't know. You know, well, I, Idaho. Well, I'm sure Idaho's huge here. Yeah. I, I was surprised when I looked at this. Um, 
potatoes originally came from Peru? What's that mean? They invented them or something? I don't, they found them? They found them somewhere and said, hey, look, here's a potato. Um, China and India produce the most potatoes, and the U.S. is number three, along with Russia, but only 5% of potatoes are ever exported. So meaning, you know, they're used by the countries where they're grown. Well, how do you keep them fresh, Bob? Beats me, buddy. I guess you... So I'm keeping the ground or something. No, you ever seen a a, a cellar, potato cellar? I have not. Well, now back in the good old days, <laughs> people would take their potatoes and okay. go down, put them downstairs in the basement. All right, and and they would have a where it's cool, yeah, something. where it's cool, and they would spread lime on them. Okay. Lime. Which I'm learning call? something. Lime I've is, never heard of this. Lime is poisonous. Oh, it is? Yeah. Why are you putting them on my potatoes? lime on them to preserve them, and I guess they wash the lime off when they're going to use them. Well, that would, that would sound that? like a good idea See, to there's a little history there. <laughs> It is a history lesson from, from the me. Heartland series. <laughs> wow. I yeah. Ed Brantley Heartland series. Well, there you go. That's... Um, you like potatoes. Everybody has to oh, like potatoes. I, I eat potatoes all the time. Yeah. You got to be careful though. If you're trying to lose weight, you got to avoid potatoes. avoid potatoes and bread. Yeah. Don't eat potatoes. <laughs> and is this the Brantley potato? The no potato with, diet. The problem with using potatoes as a diet is everything you buy in a store, every dish comes with potatoes. Oh man, does it ever? French fries or yeah. mashed potatoes, or they they bake some potatoes twice. I haven't understood that yet. Yeah. All right, we've got to move on, Ed. Tell everybody what's coming up on our next show. And then, uh, let's see, this is the Ed and Bob Show, and we're going to have some complaints. All right, and coming up on the next show is the U.S. dollar. How much is out there? What percentage disappears? The U.S. dollar. All right, Mr. Brantley, you get to complain first. What do you got? Well, you know, back, Bob, when we were on commission, on Knox yeah. County Commission, right. we had all these traffic studies about Pillissippi Parkway, Hardin Rowdy Interchange, Solway Road, and all those improvements that they were going to do out there. And they actually made maps showing the improvements they were going to do. Oh, yeah, Hardin Valley, yeah. Nothing has happened. You're kidding. No, not a single thing. Remember, they were going to put this entrance there, and they were going to do this, widen this road, and all Nothing. Zero. Well, they're going to have where you got off Mississippi, and it was going into a different road at a stoplight, and then they were going to extend the entrance going uh, back toward town. What about Oak Ridge Highway at Solway? Remember, they were going to... They haven't done any of that? Nothing. Nothing at all. Well, that's the state of Tennessee. What's well, I mean, we got all this money. That's my complaint. Well, I don't understand. I complain about the state of Tennessee. I, no, I'm so. I, no, I agree with you. I agree with you, and I don't understand because how many times was it in front of commission? All the time. Half a dozen? It was constant. Yeah. And then we're going to do this. Well, here's the report. We're going to do this, uh, yeah. Mr. Brantley, blah, 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 blah. And everybody go, oh, okay. Well, we're excited. Right yeah. When's that going to happen? Oh, soon. <laughs> Real soon. What's your complaint, Bob? My complaint is, now listen, I, when, I was, when I was a young kid, you know, you go to a nightclub or a concert or something, they stamp your hand, okay? And they with a stamp, so that you you know that shows you've already paid or you're old enough to drink or whatever. But now it's gotten to where if I go to a concert or something, even at a nice place, they want to stamp my hand. 
dude, I'm in my 60s. I, I don't want you stamping my... We got dressed to come here and try, and they stamp your, your hand. I don't want stinking ink on my hand. What's that for? Is that your souvenir? It, I think it proves that you paid, and if you wanted to walk out or something... You can walk back Just smoke. You can get back in, but I don't want you stamping my hand. And when I tell them that, they well, I'm sorry, everybody has to be stamped. So. And I'm like, well, I don't want it. Oh, I'm sorry, but everybody has to be stamped. You're going to be stamped. I think it's the dumbest... Uh, Give well, me some sort of wrap around my wrist or something. I would agree. I'll do that, yeah. but I, I, this stamping ink on my hand. That's not any good. All right. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to the show. Okay, you can go online to edandbob.com and download the Apple Podcast, if you like, the Apple Podcast app or TuneIn app and search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. And on Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear, and you say this, Ed and Bob Show. And if you have a problem uh, with your thing, call us or contact us, and we'll help you. Yeah. All right, and if you want to comment, go to edandbob.com there in the comment if you need section. Alone, contact Bob. Exactly. I'll give him your phone number. Uh, and you can email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. Uh, we love to see you follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. And, yes, we're on Facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. All right, anything we need to correct or we said something wrong? Or? I don't think so. You got a shout-out? I do have. I wrote down one here. Um, we did uh, one to him a long time ago. But he listens uh, so carefully that in times where we've made mistakes, he'll let us know and get them corrected. Kent Ledbetter uh, with Keller Williams, and just a great guy, a great musician as well, the Ledbetters. Uh, so to him, and also a business shout-out, my buddy at Rogers Tavern. The old Rogers has been around in West Knoxville forever, and Chris Patrick now owns it. But uh, Roger used to have it a long, long, long time ago. But Is that it's the still hot dog on. man? Huh? Is that the hot dog beer man? Yeah, it used yeah. to. That's where it was. You, remember, yeah. you go in there and get a hot dog or beer or whatever. Yeah. You sit out front on the bench. Mm-hmm. So that's, you got anybody you want to shout at? No, I'm mad at everyone. Okay, I'm blaming you. <laughs> All right. So everybody, what next, the next show is, Edwin. We're going to talk about the U.S. dollar. How much is out there? How many are out there? And how do they disappear? And who's got them all? All right. Look forward to it. I will see you next time, sir, from Daytona Beach, Florida. It's the Ed and Bob Show number, what was it? Number 96. Yeah. All right, Ed. See you next time. Okay. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a 